Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Is that a shirt I can buy right now? Yeah, you want to buy three? Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. That's the new uniform of the show. Yeah. You want a lot? Uh, it's $27. What do you want to do this? Yeah, buy three just yeah. for you. I don't know what you guys are wearing. <laughs> that's my new wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually the only shirt. I'm going to burn all the other shirts I have. I've already have. I've already burned them all. Do you want them all in I have, all a, I have, a, I have them all rigged, exploded, moments notice, and they're all on fire right now. Do you want to... Would you wear large? Yeah. Would you wear children small? Medium. <laughs> My credit card company's just gonna be like, again? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> shut this guy down. <laughs> then we roll into the freaking shot. Saying it's scripted, and you just follow what it says on the goddamn paper, and then we wrap it up and we go the Iron Age. I don't know what the problem is. That's how the show works. That's how it's always worked. That's how it always will work. No, we changed the intro portion. I just told like you how the intro portion works. Two episodes. No, ago. yes, yes. <laughs> I, but I just told you how it works. Yeah, I know. I, got I said it, you know? do this, and then he it. does this, and I do this, and you read the paper, and then we go to Iron Age. That's how it's always worked. Yeah, yeah, That's how it always will work. Actually, seriously, before we start recording, we need to decide what the archetypes are. Wait, I thought we wanted to hash that out on air. Or the you think pro- it's gonna... the problem's going to be? So we're going to run into the yeah. same problem we did in the very uh, beginning. Yeah. If we hash it out on air, we're going to have a forty-five yeah. mission yeah. special topic where we're just debagging each 50 other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Well, well, how do you want to do it then? <laughs> you want to figure it out now? <laughs> I'm so worried. Why? Welcome well, to the show. I'm not worried. Yeah. Forget the soft intro. Just go right into the fucking what the, we pull. The best. Uh, the best. Listen, I couldn't see a better moment to come into you. Nice. Uh, the audience. Nice. Collectively, been right now here. All at the same time. With all my best friends, of which there are two. Here I am, your host. Blank. That is all. You get <laughs> one and the other hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's I guess that's my cue alphabetically. Obviously. <laughs> I'm Arya. I'm uh, pulling Bendis's run on Superman. <laughs> oh, God. God. Oh shit! How do you follow don't that? Don't write that in your dating profile. Yeah, please don't. Depression. I'm Andrew, and I hate Bendis's run on Superman. Uh, welcome everybody. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Well. Our theme. Um, here we are. Hi. Hello. Uh, well, uh, beyond that, we just jumped straight into what we read last yeah. week. Oh, as is tradition. But I oh, will yeah, tell, tell you. Me. Yes, we are once again <laughs> fell behind the ball because we are <laughs> lazy. Um, the lazy. worst. Yeah, really. I'd like to say the worst. It really just comes down to sloth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just lazy. Uh, Ari was out of town. He was having a gay old time. Racing cars? Where were you? I don't know. I don't. Oh no! I was, was at a, I was at a conference. Yeah, the other. Yeah, story. car conference. Tell a story. Oh yeah, I was tell racing Lamborghinis. Yeah. yeah, okay. The car yeah, conference. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Arya was racing Lamborghinis, That's and true. I. Nice. If you listen to last episode, 
couldn't deal with Andrew again one on one. So they actually yeah. begged me. Uh, to yeah. <laughs> They're like, listen, we, we couldn't do it again. We're just gonna wait and do two episodes. We decided to take a bye week and Smart. combine uh, the weeks as we have done once before into an extra large extra. Oh wait, you're welcome. Ladies. <laughs> I was going to say extra thick. Yeah, I can always get yeah. him to prompt uh, He's got whatever I want him to say by just staring directly yeah. at him once I've just, uh, given him the appropriate vocal I run it through my mind space and I'm like, oh, that's... Calculating. <laughs> that is calculating. That's the one. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the last two weeks, what we read, and we're going to kick it off with DC that had a lot of really important... Important comics come out. Sure. All terrible. Yes. Well, uh, well, yes. <laughs> hold uh, me back, hold me back. And poetically, we will start with Batman number 50. And we can talk a little bit more about this one because this is very important. And very bad. Very, very important. Already been spoiled by the New York Times. Thanks. If, if you haven't heard the leftist media, you probably decided not to buy the comic. I heard that somewhere. Uh, Batman and Catwoman, big wedding issue. I didn't think anything could uh, uh, outdo the X-Men gold wedding issue, but they did. Oh. Uh, they did it, and by that I mean disappointingly did it. Catwoman leaves Batman at the altar. Uh, it is not fun for anybody. I really, I was disappointed. It was the first time I've ever read a Tom King comic, and I was like, ah. Yeah, well, yeah. It, was, it was fun for Bane. Yeah, that, well, so right. I will the say com- it's the, the, ending the was first weird. time I've read a Tom King comic, put it down and said, predictable. Yeah, we all saw we saw it coming from the moment he proposed. Right, you know, yeah, okay. yeah, either yeah. either like she was gonna die or it just Damn, wasn't it wasn't was gonna happen. Yeah, I thought yeah. this was a Grey's Anatomy episode. It's just it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Now I will tell you, for the sake of the art alone, beautiful. I thought it was a pull. Who was yeah. on it? Fifty uh, separate artists. Oh, oh, this yeah. This is the one yeah. with the, with the double pages where they're kind of reading. You come to find at the end they're reading through the, each of each other's letters. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's got like. Throwback art well, from like what's interesting, everybody. Every one of those pages is a different variant cover. Yes, it was. Um, uh, it was, so really it was paired. Cool. So there's a variant cover, and then uh, depending on which variant cover you had, you had an alternate internal page. So, for example, like we got the, the um, Jim Lee one. There was yeah. an alternate Jim Lee page that would take the place of what would normally be the Jim Lee cover in there. Yeah. So it's a, coll- it's a collection and celebration of all these artists from. Millar, the Jim Lee, and like uh, Clay Mann, I think had one. There are fifty. There's a shit ton of artists. Yeah. Um, One of the things I will say, and the only thing redeeming in my mind is that Tom King very explicitly said he goes, "If you think that this is the end of the Batman and Catwoman story, you're insane. This is a hundred issue arc, and nothing that happened in this will ruin what's going to happen. So that that gives me hope. And we talked about his plan before." Definitely looking forward to it. So this is uh, some minor speed bump in that road. Cool. Thank you, sir. Uh, Catwoman number one. Interesting issue. I, I don't. I. It was good, and I certainly appreciate Joel Jones as both a writer and an artist. Um, I enjoyed it to a degree, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys. So if either one of you want to quickly talk yeah. about it, it was, the story was relatively predictable. It's like it's yeah. been done before. I, I think Ling and I are in agreement in that a copycat story doesn't really excite me it's, yeah. it's, it's been on a million different times i just i for whatever reason i i whatever she does as a writer i really like her art yeah, yeah. like i even yeah. liked her in the wonder woman section of uh the gentleman yes top with that part yeah I, I thought the art 
is what Absolutely. that part really interests me. I'd say the art, and also, I, I will confess, I'm not sure I quite care about the, like its future as a comic, but it was kind of cool to see... Like the beginning of her next step in the wake yeah. of the wedding. Oh, awesome. Like, like the, the yeah. aftermath of yeah. the wedding New was, city. was kind of yeah. like, yeah, like, oh, okay, like this is what she's going yep. through. And very central to at least her emotional state in that comic yep. was the fallout of the wedding. So yeah. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, Green Arrow. Uh, he fought Parasite. Uh, things went down. It was, it was an interesting comic. It was a nice break from the SJW stuff that had been going on Green Arrow before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. Cool. Uh, uh, Justice League number three. <sighs> I <sighs> can't tell you what happened. It okay. was terrible. <laughs> uh, there was so terrible. last we left, John Stewart had the ultraviolet spectrum. Yeah. Uh, they like, like concussed him, and yeah. then he lost the power. Then Sinestro showed up. Fear not the like, still forces here. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very confusing. Yeah, honestly, the, uh, God, this is the most disappointing thing I've read in a long. He time. He needs an editor. Tom Scott Snyder <laughs> needs an editor. Yeah, they 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 have not like they will not just rein him in. He's out of control at this yeah, point. It's it's a, he he's a loose cannon his, cop on the. He edge. does right. one good run on Batman. Right. He's like, I'll do whatever the fuck but, I want. But you can actually, if you look back at it now, you could. Uh, I, at least I can. I can look at his court of owls run on Batman. Oh, you can see where it starts to like, unravel. And then be like, oh god, if someone didn't tell him, hey, you f- fucking lunatic, you can't do this? <laughs> yeah. Like, it would just unravel. I oh, can yeah. see where it would happen. 100%. And no one's stopping it at this point, so yeah. you get this. Speaking of nobody stopping it, Man of Steel 6. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Man of Steel 6. That's the next it, one. It, it stopped itself. I think it, it resolved god. a little too quickly. It just sucked. It, it just started to get like interesting. Yeah. I think it was like was it issue three was like okay or four was okay. One three of them. Was got, okay. I think three brought it around. Three four was actually good. Yeah, I actually, three was good and I think four, four was. Did like, we? Did we one pick three? Is our I think we picked week? one of them as the winner. It was either three or four. I think it was yeah. three now, but yeah, uh, I do think it was three. And it it, yeah. so it was all wrapped up in like yeah, we'll banish him to the Phantom Zone and then you know yeah, deal with it later. Supergirl so. will banish him to the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Not even not, not even, even the freaking yeah. main guy on the title is Supergirl who did it. <laughs> yeah, the red and blue is a little disappointing. So yeah, he just uh, got totally cucked. Yeah. Well, how about Nightwing forty six? Still enjoying this comic. It's been a lot of fun. He's still in Blue Haven. That's where I'm still on board. Pretty sure he's gonna stay there for a while. Okay. Uh, Still on board. But he just fought this like weird VR AR monster person thing. Uh, It's interesting. It's it's like I said, it's fun. It's a nice break from kind of the the big three or big five, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Detective Comics nineteen eighty four. The Karma. Ah, okay. So Black Lightning makes his debut in Gotham. Yep. Uh, we last saw Karma has been fighting all the various Bat family members. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bruce has just realized kind of what's going on. He's like, all right, I got to do this myself. Typical Batman. But then he's kind of says what Karma's been echoing. Y'all are just making me weaker. So I got to take it on my own. So Like it as a concept. Yes. I was yeah. going to say, I, re- I really love the art, too. Absolutely. Like, once again, yeah, yeah, really yeah. good looking... Like, just Batman comics. Yep. Um, Flash, 50. The part Flash. Part four, Wars. and the final part of the Flash Wars. Oh, it's over? Oh. Yeah, it's over. Who won? Did Speed Buggy get with Iris? Uh, Speed Buggy didn't get with Iris. Oh. Um, Speed Buggy got with Iris. <laughs> see my fanfic. See On my headcanon. Headcanon this weekend. The big uh, debut of the website. I'm now going to have to take down the website. Yeah. <laughs> That's even up. You better. Um, so, Wally West and, and Barry Allen fight Hunter Zolomon, or Zoom, the Professor Zoom, whatever comic. you want to call him. Um, and eventually, you know, some shit goes down, Speed Force, 
Still Force, all that stuff. They lose big. The still big, Force is big, in this. Well, uh, to some degree, there's Better the there's the Strength Force uh, and uh, <laughs> like the Intelligence Force or whatever. Stop. But 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 I will tell you the one redeeming thing, two redeeming things about this. Well, I guess just one, two. More alcohol. Uh, the Flashes, the Speedsters, have now lost the ability to time travel. Hmm. Oh, so thank that is God. now Jesus. that's now canon, with or without time. the use of the cosmic treadmill. Well, that got destroyed in the button. It doesn't, but they always fucking redo yeah, it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it's a treadmill. It's not that hard to build. Yeah. Cosmic <laughs> treadmill. Um, and then the other one is uh, you see a silhouette of a character breaking out of a prison in Hunter's Elements time, uh, and it says um, Crisis. You. So it's a character related to... Infinite Crisis on multiple Earths? So there was, there was Infinite With Crisis, Alvin? Final Crisis, all that stuff. There's some theories saying that this could actually be Superboy Prime coming back out, which would be pretty crazy because he is canonically at this point i think the biggest supervillain to the entire dc universe shit yeah not uh could be dr manhattan not dr manhattan no <laughs> uh um, how jordan the green lantern core oh this is fun uh so we got some more uh devastators and fighting and all that good stuff Wait, what is this one? Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. Oh, not one that I hated. Okay, no, 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 no. I was worried that I heard the <laughs> Devastators and I got worried that I had to try. Oh to no! no, no. So Trigger. You see, see them, them starting to fight. They've got Zod and a bunch of other enemies with like other people, like Orion and a few other people that you wouldn't normally see. With I think this one was actually really cool, just for like the action portion yeah. of it. like the battle, like freaking Kyle Rayner and a in giant a like Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's really interesting because you see each of the lanterns again show their personalities through their constructs. Like you have Guy Gardner in a monster truck, yeah, cool. you have, you have Kyle Rayner in a Gundam. Like, Which cool. one's cooler? Yeah. I ask you, listener. <laughs> uh, but then it, it leaves us off. Hal Jordan and. Um, Hector Hammond, the the god brain, suspiciously absent from the gigantic battle, yeah, war. Some might are say, are attacking the sort of brain trust, of the controllers of the. So, so. who won the Flash Wars? <laughs> you dumb bastard! <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to Hawkman because Andrew's the worst. Sorry, Hawkman sorry, number two, and I've actually heard that Hawkman number one was pretty decent. You, yeah, animals? I actually enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Um, so Carter Hall kind of going back and trying to figure out what's going on after the death of Hawkman. Back. It turns out that his his original life that he thought as Prince Khufu or whatever in mm-hmm. Egyptian times wasn't actually his first reincarnation. He's been on Krypton. He's been in deep space. He's been in wilder this times. Guy, this guy gets um, this freaking guy. So he has to. He's trying to go back, and he visits uh, an exhibit uh, of an artifact that he himself donated anonymously to a museum, um, and it teleports him kind of back in time, and he fights Prince Khufu or King Khufu, whatever you want to call him. Um, so he's basically fighting himself, and then he realizes, like, oh, this is me from the future. I gotta give him some kind of information, and he ends up finding a map to what he's, like, possibly searching for. So it's it's continued again. It's one of those six-issue miniseries. Should be pretty good. Yeah. A map to yeah. Treasure Planet. God, if that's the case. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go back about yeah. the first two Turns issues. out Hawkman is Nick Cage, and he's stealing the <laughs> Declaration of That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'd read it. Uh, talk to me about Red Hood and the Outlaw. Boy, do I want to. Yeah, uh, well, you get 30 seconds. Yeah. So. Uh, last issue, Jason Todd was dealing with some father issues. He visited his dad's grave. Turns out it was empty. Penguin was watching him. He confronts the Penguin after the Penguin's giving this big speech downtown. Um, not quite just yet. He drops a smoke bomb, hits the Penguin up. He goes, listen. Takes off his mask, tells him who he is effectively. He's like, my dad was a henchman, whatever. He goes, oh, you just revealed your secret identity and probably Batman's too. 
Red Hood puts the mask back on just before the smoke clears. Holds a gun right up to Penguin's head. No, I didn't, motherfucker. Boom! Yeah! <laughs> his brains out. You see Gotham He's News. He's dead? Gotham News just says, Red Hood, point blank, Penguin, or Cobblepot. And then Batman, yeah. in quite possibly one Hell of the yeah. coolest scenes, Cobblepot tells the cops, because cops are surrounding him, he says, don't worry, boys, he doesn't have the stomach. And then like Red Hood says, I'm a child of this town, cocks the gun. And you see Cobblepot's eyes immediately get huge, and, and he's like, blood. and he goes, good for you, son. And then, <laughs> bam! And it's like, Damn. holy and shit. And then you see Batman just watching, because it's on the news. Yeah. Batman's just watching, he's and then he's going after. Uh, and Alfred's yeah. like, listen, Master Dick's on his way, Tim's on his way, like, yeah. the squad's coming what home. what do we do? Like, yeah. <laughs> Jason just gunned <laughs> Cobblepot down the fucking streets. Yeah. What, what do you want us to do yeah. here, boss? Throw a party. Bat- a bat burger. Batman gears up, runs out of the cave, and the title of the next uh, the next issue was uh, like Down and Outlaws. Uh, Down and Outlaws. Yeah, it was like some, it was something that sounds very like conclusive. Yeah. Wow, but really Holy. fucking cool. I told Link, issue. I was like, you're gonna love yeah. this issue. I was like, Red I love this issue. I yeah. always like really like this, but love Red Hood. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading through it. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> That's great. Uh, About time someone killed that. In contrast, Superman number one. Terrible. Uh, I thought we were on Wildstar. Terrible. Uh, (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, I'll leave that to Andrew's summation. It was was pretty bad. I'm honestly super disappointed in Bendis. Everything he's done so far has not, has really, really fallen short. You might as well had Martian Manhunter have like a nefarious mustache and be like yeah. I didn't so how will you, you take over the world, the world. The this, so for those of you that hopefully don't pick it up um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a back and forth between Superman and Martian Manhunter God, like he's basically saying like Martian Manhunter is trying to convince Superman that like listen you're like way better than all these people on this planet you should really be leading them and Superman's like pausing mid conversation to go save various people that are in trouble which kind of plays in part to show that it's the very opposite like he's how he's saving these people he doesn't need to lead them um he builds a super cool new fortress in the bermuda triangle which was actually kind of i neat. did think that, that um, part i thought was kind of cool but uh at, at the end of it um he realizes that the whole planet has been sucked into the phantom zone so uh we see a little tag oh you know what else pissed me off that did you see what we're talking about? Yeah, I flipped right. through it. You know what else pissed me off? They were like, oh, besides the fact that Marsh Manhunter and all that pissed me off. But then it's like, Ragozar returns. I'm like, he's he's not been gone. He's, he's been the gone. The last issue. Yeah. He, was, he was just here. Literally the last. La- well, technically, I guess. Literally, literally what? Yeah. You couldn't have done one additional storyline before you did this? Um, yeah, I'm I'm really. I was mad. I'm, I'm a little upset you give him the reins to Superman right out the gates. But oh, it is he's it your is. problem now. Yeah, no, CNL. <laughs> we got Chip Zdarsky taking. Man, remember when Dennis was writing the Defenders? Yeah. And compared to, oh, okay, never mind. Wildstorm wow. Michael Cry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really enjoying this comic. Um, he's still uh, facing off against the Diana Prince and Constantine of this world, but also trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him because he has that like alien embedded inside of him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some interaction between his. Uh, what is it like the doctor that he's uh, talking to, and then the person that's leading the charge on this whole thing? But it's it's an ongoing, very very fun series. Cool. 
Uh, Andrew. Let me in the game, coach. That wraps out DC, and it'll bring us into a double Need a stuffed week for Marvel. Uh, <laughs> once again, not the strongest, even two weeks, but has uh, one or two redeeming well, gems. Well, you're going to notice all our winners are Marvel. Let's, let me let's tell you. start off with... Oh, Alright, let me tell you that uh, fucking Red Hood and the Outlaws is pretty goddamn close. Yeah, yeah obviously it was pretty good. Uh, Astonishing X-Men, number 13. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I pulled it because it was the first issue of a new creative team off of Charles Soule. Uh, Legitimate garbage. Uh, I features a team that uh, I don't actually, care about. And I hated it. <laughs> did I? Oh, uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. You didn't pull it? Good. I, didn't, I didn't hate it. I pulled it. I didn't hate it, no, though. I hated it. But Andrew, Avengers. Is it still going number on? four? Uh, Avengers four. Uh, it. I, I, we talked about it a little off air. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to. It's hard to take the. I think a lot of it has comes down to the art. Yeah. The art is very exactly kind of cartoony correct. slash kind of childish. I, think uh, I stopped pulling it three. And the art does not convey the yeah. gravity that the story is trying yep. to imply. It's like saying, I feel like yeah. a very like whack. Like I actually kind of like the dialogue. I kind of enjoy yeah. the story, but like I'm looking the at the art this takes art, me out of it, and I feel like this childish air, and I'm just not like afraid of anything. Was that the problem? I don't remember having that problem in issue one. Did it change dramatically mm. in issue two? No. no, it's been that way all the way. I, w- I also wasn't like too in love with issue one. It wasn't yeah. until I read the zero issue on Free Comic Book Day that I was like, oh, I'm like That's- actually. Yeah. Like way back. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. the only issue of this that I would highly recommend would be mm-hmm. the zero, and everything else has been like, eh. yeah, yeah. Um, Captain America number one, Tanahisi Coates breakout issue on yeah. Cap. They Happy came out on July fourth. Hail America. Hail America. Um, better than I thought it would be. I enjoyed it. It wasn't my winner, but it was definitely in the top half of the stuff I read that week. Um, but. Be- Interesting. Reader beware. Um, you can see how it could get hyper political, right? So yeah. So the big the big um, critique critique of, of Coates yeah. is that he lets politics get in the way of telling a good story. He is starting off by telling a very good story, but it would be very easy with the story he's telling. To have so you're kind of afraid yeah. that he's getting ready yep. to transition into something super. So political. so it's an optimistic pull. Um, I do recommend it for now, but just keep that in mind. Yeah. It could go. It could turn south. Yeah. Um, Immortal Hulk number two. Did you ever read this? No, because Hawkeye was right, but Arya's reading it. <laughs> um, it's taking. Okay, so the first issue, super excited about it. It was really mm-hmm. fun. Agreed. Um, this issue, you're starting to see that the Hulk is, I dare say, smarter than Bruce Banner, right now. And I kind of like how they explained it. Yeah. And it's, but he's kind of just like doling out justice to like, like normies. Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy was doing radioactive experiments to like try and prolong life or save his kid or something like that. Or no, he was basically doing it on himself. Nice. And then he got these power, like he was like getting strength and all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. didn't have any repercussions and his son was sick. So he did it to his son. Then his son died. Uh, like immediately, yeah. He he injects his son with the same serum he was Stupid. taking. His son dies immediately, that dumb and then he all of a sudden develops like pure radiation energy. Like, he becomes like a walking radioactive like power plant. Mm. Um, and so he goes hiding in the hills. 
all this sort of stuff. The Hulk tracks him down eventually, um, and I like basically just cucks him. Yeah. And then his son busts out of the grave with the same power. So it's kind of just like no. Don't they just dig up his son? Oh, they, sorry, oh, they dig up his son because it was radioactive. He reports the radioactivity to the police, <clears throat> and they're like, "Oh, he's not gonna. They're not gonna believe me." So he's like, "Listen, I'm I'm Bruce fucking Banner. Uh, there's radioactivity here, and yeah. you guys need to get here soon." Uh, my, but then they problem, dig up the body. And it's, I, I really like the issue one because I thought it was cool that he was back. This is kind of like it feels a little bit more the same, like almost. Um, like, 95% of the comic is about Bruce Banner, and then for 5%, he's the Hulk. He immediately cucks the threat. Yeah. And then you're just, like, oh. you're out. I'm like, well, Put if he's an arrow gonna, in his face. If he's just going to, like, be stopping robbers, you know, if he's going to be playing cops and robbers as one of the strongest beings in the entirety of the Marvel Universe... Gun him down. I just don't like you know. Dog in the streets. He also does make reference to to getting shot by Hawkeye and designing the arrow. Well, that's how they explain his intelligence. Exactly. They say that Hawkeye puts a bullet in his head, and the Hulk heals that portion of the brain, so he becomes. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, hey, you're gonna love this X Men Gold Thirty One. Listen, are you X Men fan? This is the X Men podcast for X Men fans out there. You'll be happy to know. You stop pulling it. This is the Garbage. first comic of the X-Men Resurrection that I'm dropping. X-Men Gold. <laughs> after issue 31. I know if you're a long-time listener, you thought it was going to be X-Men Blue. More on that in a minute. X-Men Gold 31. Did me in. Uh, it sucks. Don't read it. Drop it. Um, it sucks. That is all. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Good, really good. Um, they're doing a story where they're doing a clone story where oh, Peter, shocking. Peter and MJ's daughter in this reality has been cloned and is evil. So they're doing it's oh, pretty okay. nice. Yep. Uh, Domino number four. <sighs> I have conflict. I'm conflicted about this one. It's good in some ways, and I hate it in other ways. I I kind of hate Domino as a character. Mm the way she's being written now but the really cool twist on it is they even in the first issue they've continued to explore how her power works which i don't think has ever been touched on yeah and i like that so i keep pulling it um in this issue you you actually find out that there's a second mutant that every time something lucky happens to her something terrible happens to him Ah, oh, what a shitty power yeah. oh no yeah so oh it's just like that pixar animated short yeah so exactly, so it's it's pretty cool. So like you, you actually yeah, meet, the guy who has horrible luck and yeah. he meets that girl yep. has great and they like balance each other. Yeah, okay. so you actually get to meet this poor son of a bitch, <laughs> and he's the one who hired uh, like Topaz because he wants her to stop Domino from being so lucky. He stops having so he just luck. like stops getting shit on. I thought that was super interesting. <laughs> Too bad like all the dialogue and the story and everything else is god awful, but. The exploration of her power set is still cool. So that's so. so is it ever? I mean, I guess we're just finding out about this guy, but kind of in the way that you say, Domino's like, oh, she dodged a bullet, yeah, or like this bullet didn't kill her, but it shot like through her arm, and now her arm's like yeah. dislodged, like so the power can be like fickle sometimes. Yeah. Is there any indication that his is like, oh, he fell out of a building, eh. but like into a trash truck, not, and a bag of money? Not yet, because like <laughs> I said, the, the actual main story, I actually 
have come to hate, <clears throat> but they tell they explore her power in like mini flashbacks. The power, okay, and, and the flashbacks. In the flashbacks, it's almost like it's a different artist, and it honestly feels like a different writer. And they spend like three pages per issue doing a flashback to when she was a kid, mm-hmm. where they explore this dynamic, and that's the part that I liked. Okay, very Mark Wade of them. Three strong pages. Everything Stupid. else is garbage. <laughs> uh, speaking of clones. Uh, Hunt for Wolverine Adamantium Agenda. I don't pull this one. Okay. Well, <laughs> it, I will tell you, if you like Wolverine, still just kind of cool, you get more of it here. Um, this is your Daredevil. Uh, there's an Inhuman guy, Frank something. There's Misty Knight. Not my favorite of the teams, for sure. Um, but kind of a cool side mission. They hunt down one of Wolverine's clones who's been out in Canada, like, killing people. Um, They come on back, and we're kind of... All of these side issues are going to be four-shot runs, and we're coming to the culmination of each one that's going to tie into his actual... Return. Like, return. return. Hot calls. Hashtag hot calls. (laughs) Hashtag hot calls. Uh, (laughs) For those in the know. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of... uh, I've been kind of excited to see how it's going to wrap up. With hot calls. With hot calls. There's Hunt for Wolverine Weapon Loss. There's Hunt for Wolverine Adamantium Agenda. Uh, huh. Hello? How did I, did I fuck this up? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Adamantium Agenda. All right. Uh, oh, there was Wolverine. both. Yeah. yeah. They both Adamantium came out. Adamantium Agenda? Yeah. What happened in that one? I don't fucking, uh, I don't pull it. That's, that's the oh, Spider-Man. this is the Iron Man and Spider-Man uh, one. They're at the side. This is arguably the, wait. Assuming my second favorite gotta hate Hunt for Wolverine yeah, comic Mystery Mad behind Before. Mystery Mad Hell yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm doing for... a solo podcast just on that <laughs> yeah. Hunt for Wolverine Triple um, X <laughs> this is legitimately the the best team behind all the underwear scenes okay. in Mystery Mad Report well um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah like cool story a lot of fun really great banter always between Tony and Spider-Man like kind yeah. of playing off each other oddly yeah. enough um, if you're pulling any one of these, pull Mystery Magic Report, then pull Obviously. This. Yeah. <laughs> Hard. Uh, no. Punisher, 227. I think yes. we're still... Still you. Still um, you. Overall, uh, like, continues to be kind of like a decent... T- like, ranges between decent and meh. But meh. this one in particular, uh, we have seen a jailbreak... That features our all-time, well, one of our all-time favorite bad guys. Uh, this is a big hail Hydra. They're breaking out. Steve Rogers, Captain America, Nazi version. My Lanta. So if you're interested in seeing what that guy's up to, you might want to start pulling Punisher. But if you hated multiple men, don't bother. I said four shots. So- <laughs> <laughs> or if you, like everyone else, forgot this guy still exists. I will certainly forget. Yeah. Um, but that'll bring us to almost the end of the yeah, Marvel list. Yeah, buddy. Uh, we are <laughs> talking about, heard you talk about the this, yeah. other 31 X-Men that's coming out. X-Men Blue! You would have thought, listener, <laughs> given everything that I've been through, that this would be the first <laughs> X-Men comic to be dropped since the resurrection. But no, they've brought it back. <laughs> they've roped me in for many weeks of terrible, terrible issues, and I've just burned them all. But they've been teasing Emma versus Magneto. Magneto's pissed at Emma, and you know he's going to get some revenge. 
he starts to get some revenge on this issue. So <laughs> the total terrible cuck future X-Men, past X-Men bitches visit Emma Frost. And like half the comic is them saying like, Emma, like, we're here to help you. We've realized we worked with Magneto, but he might be evil. Oh, no. <laughs> and Emma's, Emma's, Emma says, I'm fucking Emma Frost. I don't need your help. You guys suck. Meanwhile... And I'm and, also yeah, evil. I'm also evil. <laughs> so, meanwhile, between this terrible back and forth between them, every other page in this comic... So, one page is terrible. Oh, God, I hate this. Next page is Magneto ripping the door off of a Hellfire Club establishment and killing every person in it every single one in graphic detail he's like like, emma hasn't been associated with us forever he's like yeah but fuck you (laughs) (laughs) he like crucifies people with like metal on the wall he like rips people apart and then and then next scene the x-men are like emma let us help you i can take care of myself next scene Oh, here's another Hellfire. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> and, then the, uh, and then the comic ends with the the past X-Men being like, well, okay, I guess if you don't want our help, I guess you're on your own. And I was like, good, that's what I want. I'm on my own. And then, the, and then like, Gene goes, well, I hope you're sticking to that because Magneto is right outside your window. It's <laughs> like a splash page of him in full battle armor, like, staring the window at him. And I couldn't be happier. <laughs> God, I love seeing this unhinged lunatic. I love that, that this entire thing will just build up to X-Men Black. Yeah. yeah. You'll have been pulling oh, X-Men Blue yeah. for literally no reason. I actually, yeah. news spoilers, out of uh, San Diego Comic-Con, they're canceling X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue. Yeah. And they're launching X-Men Black. So clearly all of my feedback has been heard. Are they not going to have like a... Like a normal, like a good guy X Men title. They're Black they're running. They're, they're to gonna. Be, all right, we can't talk. Yeah, well, they're gonna keep running. Moving on to the indie comics. Yeah, they're Black. This is too much X Men. This is not an X Men podcast or X Men fan. Uncanny X Men might come back. Moving on to the indie comics we pulled over the last two. Dog. Dog. We'll start D-O-G. with Death or Glory. I, I'm gonna three. drop this. I didn't like it. Not yeah. <laughs> literally, I also. Any objections? Like, no, nah, I think we're okay. All right. I think Ravender's wasting his time. Yeah. Uh, Go back. Put out seven attorney, attorney, you goddamn animal. And low. Yeah. Uh, and that too. Sword daughter number two. So good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Cool. issue two. Pretty good, pretty good. God. It, I I need like an hour to sum this up. It's so good. It it really is. Like it's the only way Samurai Quest. Samurai, it's cinematic. Yeah, only way I can describe it is is super cinematic. That's a great word to use. It's so good. I I love this comic. That's Um, Go go. God, he said skip this. Yeah, nice, nice segue. (laughs) Uh, Did anyone else pull die die die? I pulled. No, I think it was just me. I pulled it. No, you pulled it. Yeah, I read. I pulled it. Cool. Uh, I pulled it basically because Kirkman did, and it got a lot of hype because he's the guy behind Walking Dead. Yeah. So you're like, oh, is this the next big thing? He was, um, on, the, he was on the TV show until like season four yeah. or something. Just to give yeah. my take, yeah. Greg, Big Planet Comics Bethesda location, pitched me this, and he was yeah. like, you should check this out. It came out of nowhere. They just dropped it. Famous creative team. Which is incredibly hard to do, by the way. Flipped sure. through it. Hated the art. I'll be honest with you. Hated the art. Put it right back on the shelf. Yeah. So I and what the only that? one on our team that did not pull it and read it. Yeah. Um, give me, give me your like ten second or twenty second hot take, and I'll give you, I'll give you mine. All right. So it starts off with a badass assassin taking apart like a big uh, motorcade, yep. what have you, and then he ends up getting caught and his nose cut off. You see the senator that hired him basically play, like begging this other guy to to help her. 
he ends up going out to find this person who looks exactly like the first guy, yep. who turns out to be his brother. He's like, hey, your brother's in trouble. And he goes, oh, no, which one? And it shows the three of them in a row, and they're all three, it looks like, very talented assassins. Yeah. Um, so I think it could be really, really interesting. The art reminds me of, um, what's that one with the girl who has her hand cut off? Extremity. Uh, extremity. It reminds yeah, me of actually, Extremity to yeah. a degree. Um, I don't think it's the same artist, but because yeah, that guy was writing and and drawing it. But what do you think? I, in my opinion, can, if if you told me if you explained the concept, United if you said this to me, United States senators have assassins, shadow assassins Cabals at their beck and call yeah. to impact change or whatever they want. Sign me up. That's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. In execution. I didn't love the first issue. Yeah. Be it the art or how they're telling the story, I, I like it didn't resonate with me, but I, I love the concept, so. Yeah. I don't know. Redo it. Start Um Last one, I pulled this relay, number one. Um, this, the really the only reason I pulled it, we'll get into this a little bit later, but uh, you guys should know that Donnie Cates, author, has become... Very rapidly, yeah. wrote God Country. He's uh, uh, Thanos wins a couple yeah. of other things we may touch on at some point. If he if he gets a long series under his belt, he's approaching Remender status. Right, yeah. he is he is very rapidly approached like God tier yeah. author status for yeah. me. Uh, I saw his name on this book. I pulled it and I was not disappointed. Nice. Uh, it's so I will tell you it was not the same. He is not the author of this book okay. as much as he is the storyboarder. Yeah. So he came up with the kind of world, he came up with the direction, but he doesn't write the dialogue, he doesn't like draw the interactions or whatever. Um, but so it wasn't the same kind of caliber, but it was still a really cool kind of jump off point for a story. It was very um, destiny esque. A world, oh, okay. a world where this massive structure has appeared. The structure, nobody knows where it came from. Nobody knows anything about it. But once a day, the structure opens and speaks to everyone around it. Yeah. And it just says, uh, like, find John Galt's world. And that's it. And then it shuts up until the next day where it says that again. And they've built a religion around it. They've built yeah. a peace force around it. Like anti they, they call it the relay anti-relay like propaganda is like outlawed it's like in the very beginning they're talking about even like the the relay peace corps is like debating whether or not like they're bullshit or like they actually believe in the main guy's like all about the relay he's like we're gonna find the world like that's their mission he's like yeah. we're gonna find the world we're gonna be rewarded Everyone else is like, this is just some weird kind of like alien bullshit that's just sent here to like confuse and basically enslave us through pseudo religion. Eh, sign um, me up. Yeah, but kind of like really interesting yeah. like debate on philosophical ideals and a really just kind of cool, spacey, like uh, just kind of unknown vibe to yeah. it. Um, so definitely kind of a cool world which you can expect out of Kate's and I will absolutely be pulling up uh, the next cool. couple of issues to see where it goes cool nice. enough that if they have issue on when I go back I next week up, I'll, yeah. I'll pick it up just to see because I love space Yeah, and I love Kate's there you yeah. go space Kate's space, space Kate's, Kate's.
Space cars. All <laughs> right. Well, here we are. That was the oversized. You're welcome, lady. <laughs> if Andrew had a dollar for every time he said that, he'd have two dollars now. Yeah, obviously. Uh, that wraps up our oversized last two weeks. Woo! What we read. It was a mouthful. I think that was 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't fix know. It in post. It's all, yeah, this is going to be a three-hour podcast. you can cut DC by just saying, terrible. And then you just, <laughs> that's it, that's it. You end it there. Then you uh, Marvel cut to Marvel and say, mediocre. Was, yeah, too mediocre. Much yeah. Okay, lister, I'll, I'll let no, you know okay, that every listener, I'm gonna say winner of the his, week, every his pick. lunatic shouting is Marvel. Uh, we are going to our picks of the week. Now, this is what it's all Marvel. we held... In highest regard over the last two all Marvel. weeks. Marvel. Shut up. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. The last two weeks, what we held in highest regard, Arya, please, for God's sake. Talk about a Marvel comic. Start us off. Uh, I will start us off with uh, Lucasfilm's right, Star scotch. Wars Darth Vader. <laughs> Lucas number Films, 18. Owned by Disney. Owned yeah, by Marvel. You, you might as well just top me off. <laughs> Get Tommy, into, get into some water and a sippy cup. Give me some water. Put a little <laughs> scotch right in it. Listener, God, I'm sorry. Should I'll be right pause? back. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Just keep keep going. going. I'll be here. I don't leave me alone with that. <laughs> All right. Darth Vader number 18. Yes. We last left Darth Vader. It doesn't fucking matter where we left Darth Vader because now we're on the outer rim. We're sitting here on Shit. a planet. We see Governor Willif Tarkin. Tarkin? Governor Tarkin. Fuck that guy. He's sitting there at a campsite. He's not having himself a jolly old time. The guy no, looks not. like he's been, he's he's gone through some shit. He's seen some shit. I don't like Governor Tarkin. So he's talking to his uh, his campmates. Yep. And he's like, listen, he's we've we've got him. We see him. He's here, but he looks yep. different. He's acting different. And they look through the viewfinder, and who else do you see? Who? But Darth Vader. Shit. Standing on a mountain, looking like Captain Morgan, <laughs> with a with a tattered. Just like pelt around his okay. shoulders. Okay, I feel okay. And you're like, this. all right, well, this guy looks like a badass, but it's like his robotic True. leg is showing. You know, it's it's very crazy to see him like this. True. And Tarkin's like, listen, what he's wearing is Valet skin, which is the biggest, baddest, most deadly predator on this planet. True. He's killed it with his bare hands, and now he's wearing its skin. And by the way, this skin can uh, cause him to camouflage and blend in with anything in his surroundings. So he could literally be anywhere right now. This all sounds fine. Yeah, it all sounds good. So you start to learn a little about the history. Tarkin's been hunting Vader. Why? Yep. We don't know. Because he's but a he, dick. Well, yeah, there's that. Yep. But he finds out he's like learning through his mistakes, right? He's like, okay, blasters don't work because he just reflects them back at us. Sure. That's a problem. So we got to get close. But then he uses the force. He's like, all right, well, we got to get in some kind of range, so we're going to use flamethrowers. Because he can't deflect so flames with the force. And so they go, all right, well, it worked out okay. It worked out fine. We set him on fire a couple times. Things were good. Things were good. Yep. Uh, and then he started attacking the flamethrowers, and he blew up like half our team. Okay. So, uh, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we learned, all right, well, what exactly kind of range does he need for the force? <laughs> Yeah. And they realize, like, all right, well, this guy's lightsaber is his big weapon, so we're going to take that away. So they take that away, and they go, oh, God, we've unleashed, like, hell itself. And they realize, like, okay, this is the first thing that he's ever shown any kind of, like, just desire towards, and he, like, fought like hell for it. Sure. Then he starts just choking bitches left and right. Like, I don't need your lightsaber. He starts cracking necks. And he says, wow. he, goes, he goes, I'm no student of the Force, but we had to figure out how close he had to be. 
I lost like six men figuring that out, or two men gave their lives for me to figure this out. They sucked. Worth it. Yeah. (laughs) So now we get back to now, and he's they're walking through this like. I fucking em- love Emerald this guy, Valley. By the way. Yeah. How he's always talking about like people as resources. Oh he's yeah. Like, yeah, I spent two like people bucks and <laughs> and like gained information about Vader. <laughs> so he's got these two trackers with him, Sisman and Hard here, who are these not humanoid people, basically. So there's like a droid, a few humans, and then these guys. They have super sensitive hearing and they can hear Vader based on the sounds that his breath like his breather makes. Um, and they're in this valley, and then they're like, all right, well, do you hear him? He goes, yeah, but I can hear him everywhere. This valley is, like, totally fucking to my senses. Like, I can hear him. It's reverberating everywhere, and they realize they're in a trap. So down comes Vader. He starts cucking people left and right. They try and get their formation, and he kind of escapes. And then all of a sudden, the guys, like the Sisman, or the, the hard hair, whatever they call him, uh, he's like, all right, he's gone. They're good. So they set up camp. They have a quick exchange. As soon as Tarkin turns away and is out of range, you see the Sisman or this guy choking. And then you see Good basically like him. like this is like watching Predator. And then you see out of the camouflage veil like Vader's, a silhouette. Yeah, a silhouette yeah. of just Vader's arm choking <gasps> this dude. He's in the camp. He's fucking everybody up. He gets his lightsaber back. He's cutting off heads. He's, He's cutting bastards. off arms. He's going at it. He starts fighting him. He chases Tarkin down. Tarkin's like, listen, I don't have to be the fastest. I just can't be the last. He's running through, and finally Vader catches up to him. And well, he, but really quick, their their explanation of like why that guy didn't know he was coming is Oh, incredible. my God, yeah. So the yeah. reason that, that the guy thought that Vader had disappeared, and I'm sorry, I thought I mentioned this, uh, Vader turns off his breather. So he's basically holding his breath while he's taking out this entire camp, and as soon as he gets his lightsaber back... You see in the comic, it just says, like he starts breathing <laughs> right then. Like as soon as that lightsaber hits Damn. his hand, it's so badass. Damn. Um, so he catches up to Tarkin. Tarkin drops his gun as if he's uh, uh, given up. Yeah. Earlier, he talked about these lightning fields where basically, if you're taller, like that's what this lightning is attracted to. So, gun, okay. like Tarkin, and you you almost as miss is it. normal for he lightning. drops his gun, then he drops to you see Vader behind him. And then Tarkin drops to his knees, and then he looks up, and then he explains this, and you see this lightning bolt. Looks up with a smile yeah. on his face. Yeah. You see this lightning bolt just crash through Vader's skull, shock him. He's like, I mean, this guy's like a shish kebab of lightning. He hits the ground. Tarkin calls in his reinforcements, and the ship comes in to pick up Vader, and he's talking about how, like, he starts to lay the backstory, how Vader approached him after everything that happened in his past, and he's like, you were really the only person that, like, I can even imagine could give me a challenge, and I want you to hunt me on this planet. So this Jesus. is how this whole thing started. Be- because he hunted the Jedi to extinction, they previously he, were the only He wants to make sure he has something still worth, like, his challenge, that can challenge him. And so Tarkin's kind of, like, standing over Vader's, you know, unconscious body and all that, getting ready to transport him. And you see Vader's hand just lift up and start to force choke the shit out of Tarkin. And he realizes, like, this guy is 99.5% dead. And his just sheer willpower to not lose is just choking me out. I love that. I love this quote, by the way, where he's, he's like, standing over, like, Vader's cooked body, like, triumphantly. And he's, like... You know, this guy was arrogant. He basically thought like there was no threat in the world that could challenge him anymore. I used that belief to show him like that I could. 
And then his fingers twitch. Oh yeah. And he's like, and he's like in the air, like Joey's like, Ooh. oh boy. <laughs> and then Vader. Naruto. And then Vader, <laughs> Vader. Vader lets him go, and Tarkin is this this last part. So these this last part is what just really. He goes. Uh, what does he say? I can consider the power, the will of this man. His strength is immense, incalculable. Every ounce of it, every drop of it is in service to the Empire and the grand ambitions of its ruler, his master, and my own, Palpatine. I drag in a ragged breath, and all I can think is how lucky we are. And you just see Vader's smoldering body still laying there on the ground, and it's just like... Oh my God! You, right. Literally, Charles Soule could have really only written this. I mean, he's the greatest writer of all time. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> I praise. I mean, I, for God's sakes, we talked about this once on a issue of I think it was Seven to Eternity. It was like issue five, issue yep. four, where it was a complete like had nothing to do one with the story. Yeah. It was like a meanwhile. It was on incredible. The bus. And it was one of those issues where you're like turning every page, yeah. like holy shit, this is yeah. incredible, like. That's the mark of just a fantastic writer that Absolutely. is telling a fantastic story when you encounter a singular issue that has nothing to do with what's being what's going on right oh, yeah. now. And it's just like you're like you're like, oh my god, like I go, what's happening? Like what's on the next page? Like this is so fucking cool. Oh, like yeah. it's it's unreal. Can you imagine if this was a one shot and you had everything leading up to what happened? Like the the people that were lost from the very front to begin, like you could have filled 40, 50, 60 pages of just, like, an insane hunt for this guy. Oh, yeah. It definitely could have been, like, an extra... Because a lot of this is told in, like, quick flashbacks. Yeah. And if you just had the whole thing laid out, it could have been absolutely, like, an extra anniversary-sized, like, thick 80-page... You're welcome, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, really strong pick out of the last two weeks. Uh, which is going to bring us to Andrew. Yes, sir. Uh, to the surprise of absolutely no one picks one of his only two interests yep. as it pertains to comics. That's true. That's true. Uh, and Andrew, why don't you tell us what that was? Boomerang and Friends. Listen, <laughs> I've Death picked... Deathbed, the bed that eats people. <laughs> to be fair, I'm quite interested in that. <laughs> so, listener, I'll level with you. I'm very drunk. There's no way. Also, this comic is about 800 pages long. That's true. So there's can there's compare. literally no way that I can describe what happened to it in six minutes. And also, I want to... Or in it. Well, uh, who knows? <laughs> and I, wanna, I got a couple questions for people anyway. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to summarize well, it for you. they can't answer you, so I hope yeah. the questions well, They're for you. They're for you. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm going to summarize what happened. I'm going to do a little high-level touch on it, and I'm going to throw it out to you guys. Uh, my pick is Amazing Spider-Man. Issue 802 for the idiot. That's issue one. Uh, So Legacy 802, issue one for the normal idiot. And that is uh, written by Nick Spencer. This is the relaunch of Amazing Spider-Man after Dan Slott. So I'm somewhat of an authority on it because I've read Dan Slott's entire run over the last like two months. Ten years worth of Spider-Man. put myself through that torture. Uh, Dan Slott has gone on record of saying he... You don't write Spider-Man when you're a Spider-Man writer. You're just torturing Peter Parker. <laughs> that is your job. And boy, is that what he did uh, over the last 10 years. So, interesting issue. Um, it opens up on Peter and MJ, symbiote suit, 
uh, over New York City. Something we've seen before. Something we've seen before. Um, there's a lot of callbacks, right? So yeah. you've got that scene, which is a pre, um, pre-Mephisto pre scene. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Mephisto rewrote the marriage between Mary Jane and Peter to save Aunt May's life. One day mm-hmm. more. Uh, it was called uh, One More Day. Uh, one More Day. One, day one More Day. Yeah, one more day. Uh, and it was terrible and it was awful. This was this is a, actually a scene lifted before that happened. Yeah. Ooh, so Matt, Matt Fraction, I think. Yeah, Matt Fraction. So maybe uh, they're gonna reverse it. You get back to classic Peter, right? You're talking about when they're on top of the building. Yep. So that's the a scene. Very beginning. Yeah. So that's that's, that's like page for page. Yep. Actual. That was already in Sensational Spider-Man One. Yep. So Real that's a quick question. Is yep. he in the? I'm it's aggressively colorblind. Symbiote. Yeah. So, He's yep. in the black yep. Spider-Man. At that, that, is, at that time, that's yep. where... That is a scene before all this cuckery happens. So okay. then you get the actual story. They do a great job erasing all of the terrible stuff that Slot did. So he's no longer a billionaire. He's no longer in charge of a company. Yeah. They actually strip him. One of the main story points is they strip him of his doctorate. Yeah, his um, master's degree. So they, he he's not even like a doctor of science anymore. He's just like a a, a total nobody, poor Peter yep. Parker. Nobody. And like he's been fired. Right. Like, they accuse him of uh, right. uh, plagiarism for out. So it's like he's very much down trotting, like him against the world, which is like good. That's a good direction to take it. Back to his roots. There's an Avenger. The Avengers show up. They're fighting an alien invasion. Everybody hates him. Again, back to his roots. That's really good. <laughs> Did everybody um, hate him? Everybody. Was that, hates it was him. a thing. Yep. Everybody hates uh, him. Yeah. Like everyone except I Johnny say, Storm. I wouldn't say hates, but like everyone is aggressively annoyed yep. by him. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. I enjoyed uh, some of the sp- classic Spider-Man humor, where you've got him. In the Avengers invasion with the aliens, he he delivers like a quote unquote like jokey line where he goes, "Oh, I'm the, the friendly neighborhood oh, Spider Man, but yeah, don't don't let the the kicking of the evil guys throw you off. Like I'm still friendly, and I can you know practice superheroism anywhere, not just my neighborhood. Except, uh, Canada. I was, except Canada, that didn't go well. <laughs> um, and then later in the comic, he like. He's like, oh, that line didn't land. Like, I workshopped and it went so well. And then later in the comic, he, you see him in an interaction with Kim Ping where he delivers the same line. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, overall, like, they hit all the right notes. Um, you have Mysterio. You've got the the Lizard, Doc Connors. You've got yeah. everything you would want from an actually good Spider-Man story. And kind of the the big culmination is he gets back with Mary Jane at the end. He goes, oh, I realize everything that's been missing is you. Yeah. We belong together. Mary Jane says, hey, we do belong together. They make out. And everything is right with the world, except I'm very skeptical. Yeah. So I've, I read Slots Run. I reread Slots Run over the last couple of months. Um I don't know. It, it feels to me as someone who's read and then reread the last ten years of Spider-Man history. It feels too easy that all of the complaints that like really hardcore Spider-Man fans have had could be fixed in one issue, and it kind of feels like they're just tugging on my heartstrings and they're gonna pull the rug out from me in the next couple issues. Yeah, I hope that's not the case. Um, but I also think I'm kind of jaded because this. Is basically a checklist of everything I would want to see in a Spider-Man comic. Basically, they like went down the list and checked it all off. So like, I don't know if this is actually good. I just know that I liked it, but they 
It was total fan service. It was 100% yeah. fan service. Well, but I think you could also consider the fact that there's the potential that Nick Spencer's not an idiot and is like, oh, I like, we Maybe. literally have like letters and letters of like Spider Man fans saying, all from I me. want this all from me. instead. Yep. Uh, and he just delivered on it. And I would draw Maybe. you to um, Donnie Cates' run on Doctor Strange, where after Jason Aaron spent issues like writing well but telling yep. a bad story and ruining the character he wrote one issue that began to immediately turn it around yeah sure all in one i hope i hope that's the case well here's the other then another creative team came in five yeah. issues later and ruined everything so who knows like, even if he fixes it maybe someone will be right but all i'm saying is that. nick spencer took a beloved patriotic hero and made him a goddamn nazi so all i'm saying is <laughs> right. well we have to clear that up because that's still technically not true i'm cautiously <laughs> optimistic that he's not gonna totally fuck me over I, I agree, and we had this conversation earlier because I yep. read a, an article on CBR, and I was like, you know, I enjoyed Spider-Man, and this really made me fully understand why, and it was yeah. a lot of the fan service. Yeah. That was the stuff we were used to. They went into my um, brain and yeah, checked off a list. The first thing he does on page one is blindfold Mary yeah. Jane, and you think I haven't had that fantasy every night of my life since Wait, which, I was... which comic did you get? <laughs> no, that oh. does happen. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys yeah, 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 yeah. the comic this one. I wrote. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I am I'm also I'm pretty optimistic. I'm not as cautious as Andrew because I didn't go through the dance slot beatdown. Twice. Twice, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely. Once as a child, once as an adult. And this is the only thing I will say about this. I, I like the direction it's going in. There were a lot of, like, good laughs that I had. Uh, like the villain roommate, like, oh, he's awful, but, like, at least he pays rent. Like, yeah. um, I am always slightly wary when the villain is someone who constructs reality. Sure. And Mysterio? the main villain here God. is Mysterio. I yeah. swear to Christ that they pull the rug out on me. I'm in a fucking. <laughs> I just like I'm boy. always, and I'm not like I'm not part of the Spider-Man beatdown, but I am a part of the comic beatdown. And whenever, I swear to God, whenever the villain is like a mindy, like a visiony, telepathic, it was too goddamn easy. It all resolved in like two pages. Listen, Mary Jane is either. An illusion, a robot, a life model decoy, Which or is a goddamn scrawl. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm on you, Nick Spencer, you son of a bitch. He'll hide it. Oh, He'll okay. hide it. Well, that's enough about Nick Spencer. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we respect you. Come on the show. I... Also... Come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what you're going to do. Tell me you got it. Um, but I will tell you about my comic now. My pick of the last two weeks, uh, Death of Inhumans. Yeah. Number one, written by Donny Cates. I had to wrestle this from Andrew's cold, dead hands. You've been hearing the voice of a specter this entire time. Go! <laughs> <laughs> For, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Um, because obviously Andrew hates Inhumans. And oh, do I? Wanted to see him die. Yes, uh, I did. And boy, do they! Hell yeah! Uh, Donikis does not mess around here. We open up on arguably one of very few actually like cool, interesting Inhumans. Black Bolt, yep. king of the Inhumans. Uh, never speaks, never made a sound, studied with monks so that even like in his sleep he doesn't make any kind of noise. 
That is because his ability is any verbal noise he makes uh, carries with it immense, immense destructive power. So speaking normally can obliterate legions upon legions in armies. So he writes down, um, you know, he's kind of bemoaning the fall of uh, some empire. So far they come across this, like, scattered inhuman fleet. Um, and he meets up with Medusa. They're like, listen, you like you look horrible. We got to get to this meeting. Uh, we have to rally the Inhumans because the Inhumans are originally a Kree experiment. Yes. Uh, that they were trying to empower these humans to create soldiers to fight for the Kree. And now the Kree are trying to call them into action. And so this big meeting of all the, effectively like the five families of... Uh, in humans, one of which is Black Bolt is the king of one faction, and there are four others, all led by queens. Uh, they show up to this delegation, and immediately they walk in. Big banner in the sky that just says, join or die. And you see the four queens crucified in, in front of Black Bolt. Uh, and it says that, uh, you know, they, they never, like, we were coming to discuss whether or not we were going to accept the Kree's, like, <laughs> offer. And it was, like, it was never, it was never an offer. never an offer for you, assholes. Yeah, it was, like, and the, there's this incredible bubble that says the, the offer was never, like, to for, four yeah, queens. God. It was to one king. So good. And, like, Blackwell walks in and he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Shit, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, they kind of figure out what's going on here. Uh, this is kind of, so they, so obviously the writer leaves like one person alive. Like, oh, how'd they survive? Well, they had story armor. Um, and we come to find that how all these people died is the Kree have created one more inhuman who actually has a very similar black bolt, like it's body almost like the armor. Inverse, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't know. I think this is kind of just like the overtones of the comic, but here he's red. He's got a massive, like, Reaper scythe. And he's got just about every inhuman power you can imagine. Uh, he rolls in and just wrecks it, like, kills everybody. They're like, oh, fuck, this guy's around. Um, so Black Bolt's like, oh, shit. And I will say to Donny Cates, this is something, and I've, I've been interested in Black Bolt as a character. I haven't read a lot of, of what he's been a, a part of, but I've been interested in him, and never once... And this is so simple, but never once has I ever seen anyone write him as using sign language. Yeah, true. And that is, uses, I think this is the first time. And I've seen he it. uses sign language in this comic. I liked it. It was a nice. touch. I loved it. It was such a nice touch. I thought it was so simple. And when I first see him doing, it, he's like doing these things with him. I'm like, oh my god, is Naruto? Is he about to like use some ninja attack? And then I'm like, shit, he's just using fucking sign language. Like how? stupid am I that that never occurred yeah. to me they didn't have to like that that's a possibility all these like exchanges with him and Medusa where Medusa's just like talking he's just like sitting there and then she just has his side of the conversation like what why was he using fucking well, sign language we even, we even saw Maximus the Mad had built a pocket dimension in which he could speak in yeah for them to have meetings oh sure. much easier to build a pocket dimension than learn fucking sign language <laughs> Maximus the Mad yeah you goddamn douche yeah he's not gonna be building any pocket dimensions anytime soon yeah <laughs> so uh, this, this fucking Reaper guy he's left a massive bomb like Black Bolt realizes it too late he's like Oh, fucking shit. Like, there's a bomb here. We gotta get the hell out of here. Thank God we got this big teleport and, you know, like, cute dog. 
Um, like, Pucherino, get us out of here, is what he says. <laughs> and the, the Pupper Dogarino teleports them away to their ship. Uh, when the Reaper uh, in Human is actually on New... I, this, I was a little confused. It says New Arcticalon. Where I always thought their homeworld was Adelon. Oh, so they're they're New Adelon. They're New they're Adelon. Adelon. The other branches, you say they have four queens or whatever. They Arctalon. each have their own city. So one of them is Arctalon. Yeah, no one cares. Uh, they're all dead. Yeah, so he's he's in, I guess, one of these other cities. Just fucking shit up. Killing people. Um, but Maximus the Mad is there. And this Reaper is actually like ripping through everybody. And he kicks in. And, he, and Maximus the Mad is just sitting in a throne yeah. uh, with a big old like cable-sized yep. gun. Bigger than him. And he goes, oh, hey, do come in. Uh, I don't believe we've met. Uh, I'm Maximus, and I'm quite mad. <laughs> and then madly he fires the gun. Yeah. Massive blast yeah. goes off. Hits the Reaper, presumably. Blackagar is like walking through. He's like, ah, oh, fucking shit. Oh, like, he's back to him. This is where we kind of see him kick into the sign language, and it's really cool. Um, he's on the ship. He's like, listen, we gotta get the fuck back here. There's this really cool kind of like overtone speech about how because he never talks when he does, he chooses words incredibly carefully yeah. because he very often only says one. He sits in his captain's chair. He looks out on the starways, and in the faintest of whispers says go and the the, the spaceship just fucking jettisons yeah. powered by his voice but skyrockets so through great. space God, it's un, untold speeds everyone like you literally Whoa. see two other inhumans in the seats noses Nose, yeah. bleeding, bleeding. Yeah. like bodies actually yep. deteriorating from how fast his whisper is propelling yep. this uh, this spaceship and God, that's cool. They go as far to say, even with that, they'll never get to the place in time. So once we just get in range, Dog teleport us down so we can fuck this guy up. Dog teleports down to help Maximus. Um, Big in, mistake, in Doggo. The only like sad portion of this comic. Pupper Dogarino teleports down. He's trying to save <laughs> Maximus. Reaper guy opens his mouth, shoots out like very Black Bolt esque beams, laser beams, uh, blows them both in half. Yeah, like where you see his voice, you see redacted sections of them. They're totally fucked. Black Bolt lands, and there's kind of been this overtones of like the the rise and fall of Rome, kind of as he's like uh, corresponding his own empire to it. Uh, and he says, like, oh, he, he's arrived too late. This is where the dog got down well before the ship was landing. The ship lands, and he's like, oh, they, they realize they get there too late. Um, they never had a chance to get there. Uh, and I realize, like, in the end, like, how quickly Rome rose and how easily it fell. And he's just, like, he, he falls to his knees in the ashes of New Arcticalon yeah. uh, with, like, tears in his eyes. But, my God incredible incredible issue um donny cates has just been fucking killing it man and that uh will wrap up my biggest last week and we'll get to the overall uncontested winner of the whole week what is it another donny cates title i have it right here poetic right on the heels of my well uh, we have Cosmic Ghost Rider. Whoo, 
doing? Quite possibly one of my new, just most favorite, like, heroes in yep. the Marvel Universe. Yep. Uh, who is the Cosmic Ghost Rider? The man. <laughs> Duh. Hell itself. We have Frank Castle. So if you guys have run, uh, read Donny Cates' run on Thanos Wins, you know that Frank Castle made three deals with yes. the devil. Yep. Uh, it kind of tells of Thanos like taking over the world. Um, he he dies in the fight that Thanos comes to Earth to just destroy it. He goes to hell and he says, uh, Mephisto, send me back because I want to punish that purple son of a bitch. Send me back as the Ghost Rider. Yep. So he shows up on motorcycle as the Ghost Rider. Thanos has already killed everybody and left. Yep. He's now an eternal being sitting on a deserted planet. He goes crazy. Yep. When lo and behold, who shows up? But none other than the latest ire of Thanos' quest, Galactus. <laughs> yep. Galactus bursts yep. onto the scene, shouting to the heavens for help. Whose name does he shout? Frank Castle. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, Fuck you. He shouts a real motherfucking Richards. Nah, is that The true? real that winner true? of the <laughs> Battle <laughs> of I really just Richard. wanted to tilt Andrews. This fucking I mean, celestial fucking powerhouse yeah. looks to the one man who could save the day, <laughs> and it's Reed Richards. Oh, but where is Reed Richards? Dead. Yep. To who? I don't know. Yeah, it's Thanos. Reed Fuck. Richards is dead to Thanos. Uh, Galactus does not have his in, him as an option, but uh, he rolls up Frank as Ghost Riders, and he's like, "Oh hey man, yeah. hey hey Galactus, what's up, dude? What can I do for you? Yeah, <laughs> you want to jump on the spaceship and fly around?" Uh, and Galactus is basically like, "Yeah," imbues him with the power cosmic. He then becomes the cosmic Ghost Rider, uh, at which point he says, "Listen, I would like I just want to fuck up uh, Thanos, like fuck that guy." Let's fly around space as bros, like, just killing people. They do that for, like, hundreds of years until they finally come across Thanos. Thanos, in his, like, accrued might, bests Galactus and says, like, approaches the Cosmic Ghost Rider says, Well, I know I can't kill you because you're, like, a cosmic demon thing. Yeah. You cannot die, but you also will never kill me because I'm Thanos. Like, I'm just better in every way. Uh, so become my black right hand. And I know you don't like me, but like we will spend all of eternity, we will travel the cosmos, and we will punish everyone. And you'll have a friend. Yeah, and, and fucking Frank Castle, the Cosmic Ghost Rider, is like, okay. Who, who at this okay. point, like if you've read any Punisher series ever, are looking at it, and you're like, the first time you meet the Cosmic Ghost Rider, you're like, oh, this has got to be like Wade Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, true. It's true. a very like Deadpool esque yep. personality he has. It's wacky. It's crazy. It's like, and I don't mean crazy like, oh, wacky. I mean like crazy like he's actually crazy. Right. Um, it's not the personality in the slightest. If you have read any Punisher, you would attribute to Frank Castle, and I think the really poetic portion of that is that's what he gets from. The like, ye- like hundreds and hundreds, of, like the centuries he spends on Earth, completely alone. Yeah, basically drive him actively insane. Yep. Um, and then from that, his best friend is Galactus, and then from that, his best friend is Thanos. So like, what, like, what? Yeah, he what I also love is when him and Galactus team up. Galactus now has like, you know, those army guys that have like the shoulder slings full of like ammo and shit. 
Galactus is running around with this oh, thing. Yeah, and a big like, gun. Yeah, yeah. Big gun guy. It's, it's like so, so wacky. Funny. Yeah. Um, so there are two important things to note about this comic. Uh, the original Thanos wins run, and then the Thanos annual. The Thanos annual, the only important part about it is the Cosmic Ghost Rider narrates it, and at the very end, you see that he's at the gates of Valhalla, and you never know who he's telling the story to. It tells out he's, he turns out he's telling this th- story about Thanos to Odin, and he's saying, like, oh, hey, Odin, like, here's all this story about Thanos. Um, cool. And Odin's like, oh, man, you're crazy. But we're at the gates of Valhalla. Like, why don't you come on in? And The that, water's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that is where we open up on this comic. Uh, we're in Valhalla, and Frank Castle as... Frank Castle, mind you, not as the Cosmic Ghost Rider, as a clearly, like, old, long-haired, white-haired Frank Castle with, like, just the traditional, like, Punisher t-shirt. Yep. Uh, is getting his head slammed into a wall by another warrior. In feels Valhalla. fine, feels fine. Uh, he's like, oh, fuck, I can't believe, like, this This guy's like, oh, shit, Owen's let mortals in here now? Like, you might as well let rats in next. Like, <laughs> fucking mortals? Jeez. Same thing. Uh, and uh, Frank Castle is just like, oh, you pussy what are you the god of dumb stuff <laughs> and the guy's like oh god can you said that and he smashes a table frank casually sidesteps grabs him throws him up in the air onto a table and and the god that he's battling is like that's all you have who even taught you how to fight bitch and oh. frank with a crazed look in his eye picks up a bottle shatters it and he goes, Thanos, the devil, and the goddamn United States Marine Corps. <laughs> and, and the guy, the whole time he's talking, the guy's just like, whimpering. Oh my god, I'm so fucked. <laughs> a couple, a, a little later, uh, Frank Castle is sitting oh, at the end of bit. Rainbow Bridge. Uh, he sees Mario the race by. The Bifrost. Uh, Odin rolls up, and he just shouts. He's like, Castle! And Frank's like, oh, shit, this guy <laughs> again. Just the, god, the king of the gods, fuck this guy. He's like, I, I'm told you just fucking cut a god's nose off earlier. And he's like, yeah, uh, I did. What up? And Odin's like, god damn it, I hate you. Well, what I love is he's just like, yeah, you cut off Cold Air's nose. He goes, oh, is that the guy that liked killing kids during war? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, goddamn right I cut off his nose. <laughs> yeah. And Odin's like... Fuck, I hate you. Like, if anybody spoke to me this before, I would have strapped him to a rock and had buzzards eat him for a thousand years. Ow, but, like... That sucks. I'm just... I'm getting tired. <laughs> and that guy really was an asshole, so I don't mind. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <coughs> um, and he's like, but, like, level with me, Frank. Like, I'm Odin. You're Frank. Like... You're in we're, heaven. We're in the... <laughs> like, you're, you're literally in heaven, dude. Like, you have everything you could possibly want. Battle, gorgeous, like rolling greenery, as much brew as you could ever have. Like a warrior's perfect end is here. Like, what's going on? And Frank's like, I never asked for it. Like, you know, he always carries so much guilt yeah. with him yeah, about yeah, it. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I never fucking asked for a perfect end. Like, this isn't what I deserve. Like, I always assume like, I'm going to deal with the devil. I'm going to deal with Galactus. Like, I was at Thanos' right hand. Like, I fucking deserve an in. Infinity of punishment, like, fuck you, like, I never asked to be here, and Odin's just like, God, like, you know, I just play you myself, but I'm just fucking sick and tired of your bullshit, so fine, you want out of here, I'll send you out of here, and, I love this scene, 
on. He says, I'll send you out of here on the horse you rode yeah. in on. And there you see the fucking cosmic motorcycle. And chains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The unbreakable and, and like the, chains. The, yeah. the, the red chains. and like huge blasters behind it. Um, the unbreakable chains uh, made of the um, Sidorak. Made of the bones of Sidorak. The crimson bones of Sidorak. Yeah. I just uh, love that he's like, you remind me of an old Midgar saying, and I'm pretty fond of it. Yeah. Fuck you and the horse you came in on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Incredible. Odin is not Frank's biggest fan. <laughs> and he's like, oh, how did you, how did you, like, trail off? And Odin's like, I'm, I'm fucking Odin, dude. Like, you, your motorcycle's here, you dumb bastard. Like, yeah, you think I couldn't get this? Easy, baby. Um, And Frank's like, all right, so you're going to return me back to life pretty much wherever I want. Like, am I going to be me? Um, and he's like, listen, I'm going to do what I can to, like, mitigate certain things. But, like, you're a product of the time. Like, those powers you had were not meant for a mortal. Yeah. And Frank's like, oh, well, like, I've been down that road. Like, I, I ain't going back down. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, like, A, fuck yourself. <laughs> B, like, I never gave you a choice in the matter. Snaps his fingers Reimbues him. You gotta see the change gradually. Like reimbues him with the spirit of vengeance. Like immediately, Frank's head explodes. Is on fire. Um, reimbues him with the power of cosmic. You see, like the cosmic bands wrap around his wrist. Like as he's going through the change, he's screaming in agony, saying, "No, it's too much. It's too much." And then, like suddenly, his chat bubbles turn black and red, yeah, and you just see it's about fucking time. And he's like, oh, man, like, I have missed being around. I've missed being the cosmic fucking ghost I've rider. I've missed you. <laughs> uh, he's like, shit, puts his helmet on. He's yep. got the bands. He wraps yep. the chains up. Like, yep. in a classic, like, gearing up for war. Like, he, kicks the, he kicks the pedal out of the bike. He's like, listen, Odin, you said you'd send me anywhere. There's one fucking thing. Like, all these fucking morons... In all the lands, have never thought to yep. do, and I don't know why, but I got one. But place. I thought of it. I got one place. <laughs> I need you to send me. I need you to send me to Titan at the moment, or like a year after Thanos is born. Like, and he gets to Titan. He's walking down the. He's walking down like through the streets. He's walking through these super technological streets, kind of saying like, you know, I don't know why no one's ever like tried this. Why doesn't everyone ever like? showed up to fucking Thanos' crib and just put a fucking bullet in a baby. Like, where was Phantom X the whole time? Uh, he's a man for that type of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, you know? Well, here's your answer. Someone did. And you have him. The really cool part about this that I, I thought was cool is he doesn't have the helmet on right now yeah. and he, he's able to, like, quell the flames. Yeah. So you still see him in, like, full... Full like he looks like Frank Castle. Yeah, well, he's got he's Ghost got. Rider I fucking love the look of this dude. Yeah. Like he's very cosmic, but he's got the Punisher skull. He's got the red yep. shoulder pads, the yeah. chains. Like yep, it's very Frank Castle. It's very Ghost Rider. It's very like cosmic Herald. Um, and what what ends up happening is he's looking at Thanos. He's got a gun to his baby's head, and he's ready to pull the trigger. And Thanos leaps out of the crib and attacks him, like hits and knocks him to the ground. He's like, "Fuck! How are you already yeah. like this so literal good. piece of shit?" So good. Like, yeah. God damn it, I hate you. Um, and he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna fucking fuck your shit up right now." And I hit you with a pen and stare. Boom. 
looks dead into his eyes, hits him with the pen and stare. Nothing happens. Yeah. He's he like, reminisces about how Thanos used to make him do it to him every morning. Yeah. So he could relive all, all the these, horrible shit the that he did to Atrocities. Yeah. Yeah. He looks into him and he's just like, oh, fuck. You're just, like, decent. Yeah. You're, you're not, like, an, actually an evil person. You haven't person. done anything yet. You haven't actually committed any kind of crime yet. Um, and then he punches him in the face. <laughs> let me, let me yeah. repeat. Let me repeat. Frank Castle, yep. Spirit of Vengeance, yep. Cosmic Ghost Rider, yep. punches a baby in the face. Baby Thanos. <laughs> Give this man an Emmy. Thank you, Donnie. Give an Oscar. Thank you. Punches baby Thanos right in his god, right in his baby face, and he says, "All right, I'm not gonna kill him, but I also can't leave him because I know that if I leave him, he becomes like a really, really awful Thanos, and I don't like that guy. Um, So what am I gonna do? Grabs the chains around his body. He uh, in this final like this incredible one shot page uh, is riding out on his bike." And he's got fucking baby Thanos strapped to his chest. Uh, yeah. And I will say something that was very reminiscent, at least to me, of uh, uh, the finality of Old Man Logan. Yeah. Where he, he takes, where baby, he takes Hulk. baby Hulk. Yeah. And he's like, he, and he like walks away with him. He's got kind of, but then that was obviously like way more gritty. This is way more like. Gritty. But, like, punched like, a baby. Yeah, but Space Frank Castle Ghost Rider Cosmic Guy taking baby Thanos on a joyride yeah. through space yeah. is a little different than, like, the Wolverine who killed every X-Men take, like, out of guilt taking Hulk so he, does, so he doesn't rule the world. Um, I now realize turning to the end of this, I read every single page yeah. in here, and I didn't give it to anyone. Well, it only took you 13 minutes. So, yeah, you were you were um, actually you were surprisingly, surprisingly on time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very sorry. What but. what I'll say about this is, sometimes you read a comic, and you're like, man, this guy hates his life, and he hates comics. <laughs> uh, Mark Wade's Off the top yeah. of my head, and Mark, Mark Wade. Wade. <laughs> yeah, Mark Wade. But then, but then you read a comic like Cosmic Ghost Rider, and it doesn't happen often. But you read a comic like Co- Cosmic Ghost Rider, and you—at least I did—you get a sense that not only can Donnie Cates tell a story, but he loves comics and loves what you can do in comics that like wouldn't fly anywhere else. Yeah. Just, this just seems like it, it was so good. It was a—it was great. He's just got an unbelievable imagination, and he's like—he's a true. Fan. He's yep. a, he's, yep. and he's a man without fear. You know, he Ooh. had this he had this unbelievable Got like kids or ghost ride? Uh, yeah. Daredevil. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's he had this unbelievable idea, right? And he pitched it to Marvel. And he yeah. said and he said, What the like what am I gonna lose? Like what, what's there to lose? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch him this story. I wanna tell this Thanos story. I want Galactus to die, I want Thanos to win, I want all this crazy shit to happen. I want there to be the silver surfer, I want him to wield Thor's hammer. I want Frank Castle to become the Ghost Rider, become a Galactic Herald. Like I want to do all this shit, expecting them to be they, like, "Oh, yeah. listen, you got to change this and that." They're, yeah, they're gonna make me cut eighty percent of it. Yeah, but if I can do twenty percent, twenty percent of my lunatic mindscape seen like drawn out on the pages, that's what I want. Yeah, they answer back in one word. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want this yeah. erection. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, it's it's that perfect, like, encapsulation of just, like, he, and, and it wasn't, he didn't just pitch some kind of, like, crazy thing hoping to get the 20% well. he actually wanted to tell. <laughs> right. 
He pitched 100% of what he wanted. Yes. Knowing already that it was crazy, he would probably get cut 80%. He'd probably be able to tell maybe just the Thanos portion. He wanted to tell 100, but he'd be happy with 20. Right. Yeah. And he thought he was going to get 20, but he was not afraid. He didn't hold back and say, I'm going to measure myself. I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to pitch the story I think they'll let me tell. Yeah. He was like, this is what I want. He envisioned just a world with that. He wasn't afraid to do anything. He wasn't like nobody. And you think like who are the who are the characters whose stories you can tell who who have been told like millennia down the line, like Thor and like you know the True. people who can live forever, right? And like who who like writers forever. Who who are the, who are the people like you just assume will never be touchable? Like oh Frank Castle is a normal guy with a gun. Like he'll never make it millennia <laughs> down the line. Like who? That those stories are finite. Yeah. And Donny Case is like, fuck finite. Make him fucking Thanos' right hand. Give him the power of cosmic. The make black him, right Make hand him a herald of Galactus. Kill him with me all Like, excuse me? So, goddamn great. Yeah. That's well, all that, I have to say about Donny Case guy. in general. Phenomenal. Like, and Woo. art's amazing. Really fucking cool. Can't say enough good things about it. All of the above. Um... That will bring us to what? our special topic. Oh my for god, the we still have this? Yeah. yeah. And what I will say is, we spent an exorbitant amount well, of time on our first yeah, what yeah. we read section. Yeah, true. A ludicrous amount of time. So I think a lot. I'm going to explain what we're doing. We'll throw out what we decided. Yep. And we'll cut it there. Yeah, Do you need to get quick. into the weeds here? Yeah. Explain the explain the concept. I'm gonna, I'm gonna order the wing stop. <laughs> to, <laughs> to the old school fans of the show, which is literally no one. Well, maybe one except Who? Briggs. Yeah, you know who Briggs. Hey, Briggs man. Uh, if anybody Briggs uh, <laughs> remembers Challenge, a world. Uh, we Rock. were doing another several episode special topic crossover. Seven to be exact. If you were lucky enough to gain access to the dark files, Woo. the the deep net, the, the place that the microphones cursed. don't work, but through hell magic they do. Uh, you may have heard once upon a time that we built an ideal X Men team. What we will be doing for the next. Yep. Six episodes beyond now. Yep. We are going to tonight set the archetypes of what an ideal five man team would need. And from there, every subsequent episode for the next six, we will pick uh, an archetype to choose. We will pick a hero. No bounds of no bounds of uh, any universe, DC, Marvel, Indie, whoever you want in there. We will pick a hero or villain, whoever. We're not picky. We will fit them into the team. We will build the perfect five-man team. And on the final episode, we will send them on a critical mission. A mission. Of which, hopefully, we will have well, in five weeks. Yeah, five weeks. I'm pretty sure we can come out with one. I think we're going to be on air in five weeks. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Uh, so here we go. Yep. Gentlemen. Yep. Archetype. Yes. Five-man team. Number one, easy. What what does every team need? Easy, easy, yeah. easy. A number leader. one, a leader, yeah. yep. archetype, a tactician. We need a, a man or a woman yeah. who can, yeah, come, who on. can uh, come on, come on, can tell the team, shape it out, 
let it know what's got to go on. Give him a little direction. Give him a little coaching. Give him the battle strategy. We yep. need a leader. Number two, what do we need? Smarts. You need the brains. You need the brains. Yeah. Yeah. The brains. Yeah. The operation. An intelligence. You can have. You can build the strongest team in the world yep. until inevitably, they're done. As Goku and Master Roshi taught us. <laughs> There's always someone stronger. Yep. Some horrible thing shows up that you can't just beat down, well, and you need somebody to solve the problem. Do you really watch Dragon Ball Z? Because it's yeah. kind of just the whole story. You yeah. just beat them again. No. Well, Goku always has to get stronger. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Because like, there's always someone stronger, so but he's, he's got to get stronger. <laughs> yeah, well, fine. All right, All continue. Right. continue. Yeah. Uh, so we need the brains. We need leadership. We need brains. Number three. The muscle. We need muscle. You, you need a little bit of muscle. You need a scrapper. Yeah. You got someone yeah. who's going to get You need a the... tank. You need a scrapper. You need someone to get their hands yep. dirty. You need someone who's not afraid to get a little yep. bloody. Sure. You need to get their claws a little Hot bloody. claws. Hashtag hot, hashtag hot claws. claws. Uh, number four. Fourth archetype. You idiots. It's moral compass. <laughs> oh, yeah, the moral compass. Yeah. No wonder yeah. the two of I'll you I'll tell you what I'm skipping. Yeah. yeah, I have no morals. Yeah. <laughs> or a compass. One time we built a team of entirely bad guys and realized in the end that instead of listening to our directive, they would just take over the world. <laughs> so we decided... Oh, like Charizard for Ash. <laughs> couldn't control it. Yeah, exactly. We decided <laughs> with all the power in the world, you need a moral compass. Sure. Somebody to say, hey, maybe we consider... Not killing everybody. Well, we'll consider it, <laughs> but we still will. And fifth archetype. Yep. This one is a little bit harder to nail down. Sure. It kind of depends on the mission because we're going universe uh-huh. scope. Uh-huh. Yes. Anybody, anywhere. Uh huh. This is a wild card. Sure. This is a wild card. The yep. Joker. What? <laughs> well, spoilers for. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying the road. Joker's a wild card in the deck of cards. <laughs> We did watch The Dark Knight last night. We did, yeah. Uh, Happy 25th anniversary Ledger. tomorrow. 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary. Your 25th anniversary. Was Christopher Nolan even alive? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's old. He was, right, he well, was alive. Maybe. He was alive. But, he was 15. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. 10th anniversary. That's your, uh, that's your team. That's, that's your it. archetypes. Those are your archetypes. Five-man team. We got the leader. Yep. We got the smarts. We yep. got the tank. Yep. We got the moral compass, yep. gentlemen. Yep. And we got the wild card. The wild, wild card. card. So each week, we'll all share out our pick for that archetype. Does it have to be the same yes. archetype? Yes. Uh, right, yes. Fine. So next week, <laughs> next week, it'll be leader. Yep. And it will and each one of us will pick a leader. Then uh, we will decide... What? <laughs> then we will decide whose is the best. It will be mine. They will become leader of our rag. No council team. of breeds. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> you can't pick councils, idiot. You, you think? You think for one second? It's I'm not, not picking infamous Iron Man. <laughs> Shit. Spoilers, spoilers. Okay. Uh, redacted. 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 Uh, okay, that is our special topic. We spent 80 years on what there we read, go. so. We're wrapping up the special topic relatively quickly here to get you guys just a teaser for what's coming in the shows ahead. Um, And that will transition us to... Pull or pass! I did not see that coming. Next week, we have DC Comics, Aria. Tell me if you're pulling or passing. Batman 51. Pull. Batman Sins the Fire. Pass. Batman, Pass. Brave and the Bull, Pull. Batman and Wonder Woman Woo. number six. 
Cave Carson has an interstellar. That's a pass. Damage. Pass. Deathbed the bed that he's Andrew's people. pulling it. Future Quest presents Green Lantern's Pass. 51, Harley Quinn, Pass. Injustice 2, Pass. Injustice versus Pass. Masters of the Universe number 1, Pass. Justice League Pass. 4. Yeah, you animal. Uh, pull. I'm not pulling that one. Oh. New Pass. Challengers Wildstorm pull. 15. All right. Well, Caitlin Fairchild. Next Lee. week, DC was pretty okay. Uh, Marvel Comics. Andrew, walk us through yeah. it. Yeah. Avengers, number five. It's Aaron, it's Avengers. Pool. Shitty art. Cable. Pool. Number 159. Yeah. It's the 90s, pool. Hunt for Wolverine, Claws of the Killer. If your name is Link, pool. Immortal Hulk. If your name is Arya, pool. But otherwise, Hawkeye was right. Uh, <laughs> Infinity Countdown. Uh, pool. Yep, it's been okay. Life of Captain Marvel, number one. This looks bad. Pass. Old Man Hawkeye. Uh, also pass. Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man. That's been great, pool. Runaways. Pass. Spider-Gwen. It's either this or the next one that's the end of the series. So yeah. you're, you're going to want to pull it. I think it's get up. Yeah. Spider-Man, Deadpool. No, nope, pass, pass. Star Wars, Paul Dameron. No, no, no. no. Nope. Star, Wars. Pass, Star Wars. Pass. Yeah. Star Wars Darth Vader Annual Ooh. number two. Uh, the last Vader issue was so good. Uh, it's an annual of pool. Star Wars. Damn That's a big pass. <laughs> uh, Thor number three. Despite it having sucky art, uh, it's a Thor comic. So and it's written by Jason Aaron. So pull. I'm gonna pull. No matter. Yep. Literally what? Yep. Uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man number two, written by Dan Slott. Uh, you were a big fan of the first one. I did like uh, the first one. I, I, I give it the first arc to see if you really like it, so pull this yep. one. We'll see. Uh, Weapon H. Nope. Why Pass. have they not given up on Pass. that? X-Men Gold. You know you're dropping that one. <laughs> you better be. Um, you better drop it. X-Men Red. It's been okay. Pull, pull that one. Okay. And uh, that is that. I am... Looking right now, because I can only assume that yep. you're an idiot and forgot. Nope, it's not out next week. Um, no, I'm Seven just Eternity um, is not well, out till not August. Sure. I'm just checking to see if there's any. August. There's not. At all. There's not. Uh, there's not. Yeah. There Gideon is not. Gideon Falls nope. is coming out. Nope. Well, Gideon Falls. Nope. Magic Order number two, Mark Millar. Next oh, that's, not out. that's not out. Number that is two out. is coming out next week. Right, you yeah. don't want that one. Um, yeah, Skyward number two, Stellar right, you number want two. And you also that. Um, As it turns yeah. out, Andrew didn't do any of that research. Shit, <laughs> pull all the indies, just to be short. <laughs> they all sound amazing. Okay, just to just to rerun through that list because yeah, I was a little quick. worried. Is it because it started uh, with Shaolin Cowboy list? Yeah, that's what I yeah. did. It. Uh, so if you're reading, and this has been incredible. Uh, I'm not quite this far up, but I can only assume East of West is still being incredible. Yeah, uh, Gideon Falls has been a really cool kind of suspenseful pick. Featuring uh, my annual number one. We'll be pulling that up. Gideon Falls, that is not whatever Arya said. Um, Magic Order. Does anyone pull Infidel? That no. sounds really familiar. But no. I feel like somebody pulled it. I no. did. No. Okay. Uh, Magic Order actually won the week for us, the number one. So Magic Order Might number two next is, week too. is yep. a big pull on this guy's list. Uh, Skyward. <laughs> uh, huh? Fuck you guys. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number yep. 29. Hey. Skyward. Yep. Uh, and he's a huge fan of. Uh, big fan. And uh, Stellar. Stellar. Weatherman number, number two. two. 
No, uh, Stellar was the first issue you had really cool art, so pull the second one. There you are. Nice. So, Andrew, nice. thanks for doing half of your job. Yeah, obviously. Uh, good thing I double checked. For reminding why we keep you around. <laughs> Duh. All right. Well, I'm going to do this quick. Please. We, we got, got Wingstop. We got food. Listener. Yeah, it's a bastard. We gotta go get chicken. We're drunk and we're hungry, so I can't talk to you anymore. We're not endorsing drunk driving. We're getting an Uber. No, yep. we're not. Yep. We're getting an Uber. No, no. We're, we're getting an Uber. We're getting an Uber. We're getting an Uber. We're getting an Uber. Idiot. On the end of the count of three, we're short. gonna count us out of here so we can get to the chicken in a responsible manner. But we'll also show nonsense. Yeah. Obviously. One. Two. Don't play me, Nick Spencer. Don't play me. Don't play me, you bastard. Can you say space babies? Space babies? Space babies.